Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, and joining me today from the UK is Zoe, a business coach with Zoe School of Business. She teaches her clients systems and strategies to learn how to stop focusing on the vanity metrics so they can start building a profitable business with less hustle. Today, we'll be discussing how to simplify the sales process, how to craft an offer that sells, how to turn followers into paid clients, and how to leverage video. Life is too short. Trying to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Thank you for joining us today, Zoe. Thank you for having me. Super, super excited to chat with you. Yes, we're so glad you're here. So let's just dig right into it. You have like a super interesting approach to the way you simplify things. Tell us your sales process and how you simplify it. Okay, so for me, a sales process should be about taking your dream clients from point A, them not knowing you, to point B, them wanting to add to cart in the least possible amount of steps. Because I think sometimes we unintentionally put barriers to sell. So a lot of the systems I build, and I say systems, but it is really just steps. Mm. People get scared by the word systems. Or how do you get someone who doesn't know you to know, like, and trust you, to consider you to be an expert, understand that you can solve their problem, and then wanting to work with you? And in the least amount of steps, because <laughs> what you don't want to do is unintentionally create these barriers between you and that person working with you. And I see so many of us do this and it's something that I used to do that's why I'm able to recognize it put barriers in by say for instance Amazon one click so many coaching business online businesses make their dream clients have to jump through hoops to give them money when they should really be thinking how can I ensure that my dream clients can work with me without having to jump through hoops. That's why Amazon One Click is there. Mm. They want your money as fast as possible. Right. They don't want to lose you in that sales process. So how would you say it's best to have your offerings and then just the one click or explain at a smaller level? I would say from, let's say you did a post on Instagram, I'm going to take it really granular. Practical thing for, to um, input into your business. You've done a post on Instagram has that post firstly gotten call to action because you're wanting people to actually take a step 
towards your bio link, then towards your sell page. So has it got a call to action? They've taken step one. And let's assume that that content has educated, positioned you as an expert, done all the things that it should do. When they click on your bio link, what do they see? Some people's bio links already are losing people because the product, the service is so embedded in their website, they want people to read a 5,000 page manual about <laughs> their previous history, but that's not what your clients want. They want the product and the services. So when they click on your link, what are they seeing? Can they easily get to that service? That's the real next step. When they're on that service, is it the case that they then have to do 5,000 things to give you money? Because I know, especially in the coaching space and in some online spaces, it's like complete an application form, then click on this, then click on that. I always say, how many clicks is it to purchase? So from your grid post, I'm talking about Instagram here, how many steps are your dream clients having to take before they hit that add to cart and that purchase button because people are also lost <laughs> at the add to cart space and I recently did this with something I wanted to buy I wanted to buy something it didn't have PayPal functionality I just didn't buy it gotcha it didn't make it simple for me I've definitely done that plenty of times. Okay, so that is great. I mean, I totally agree. Simple is much better. So share with us how you craft an offer that sells. I think the primary start of crafting an offer that sells is to realize that it really has nothing to do with you as the entrepreneur. And it also has nothing to do with your product name. Your product could be called apple, pears, bananas, whatever. People are always leading with a product name. If you want to start crafting an offer that's going to sell, lead with the problem and lead with the result. That's an offer that's going to sell. Right. Because immediately you're going to call out who it's for, you're going to call out what problem it's going to solve, and you're going to call out the result. Whether you call it the best systems in the world or how to get the best web design or how to turn your followers to buyers, or how to convert um, followers to clients. The name isn't irrelevant. What's really important at that first headline bit is, have you called out the problem, and have you really highlighted the result that they are going to get by purchasing your product? Once you've done that, then you're going to really work down to make sure that there are other things because a lot of what I do is based on human psychology and systems so the science of why people are buying is there social proof there because at the end of the day we are all sheep right. <laughs> we are all sheep and when we see social proof when we see that other people have got results our human brains automatically going to think yep this can happen for me this can work for me and I think offers that sell is I really don't care whether you're delivering your course your program to me in four weeks or in ten weeks I don't care whether it's going to be a live masterclass or a recorded masterclass people are so focused on that functionality of how it's delivered rather than really then going to bake break down the problems and the results 
So I think from a practical level, when you're looking to craft an offer that you really want to sell, scrap all of how you delivering it, the fact that they're going to have access to your Facebook community, the fact that they're going to do X, Y, and Z, and really hone in on what actual problems that each of these things going to solve. So if you've got a module on, I don't know, um, using videos, why is that there? Because you're going to be explaining to people, well, actually, this is going to help you connect with your audience more mm. easily so that you can actually convert more people. So you, you always want to lead with what problem these things are solving rather than leading with what I call the vehicle. Everyone wants to lead with the fact, oh, it's a Facebook group. Oh, it's this number of weeks. Nobody actually cares. What they care about is what the granular fits breakdown to the problem, their problem is going to get solved. That was great information because a lot of us know okay, we lead with the benefits, we lead with the benefits or, you know, you, and forget about the features, lead with the benefits, but the way you explained it looked different. It looked different. So I really appreciate that, the way that you explain that. And I think that that's great for our listeners to hear that other approach, just explaining it a little bit different. So I think just, just to quickly, just another really simple tip for anyone listening if you want to craft a sales page that's going to sell, if you want to craft an offer that's going to sell, simply do one thing, one A4 sheet of paper, line down the middle, the problem on one side, and then the result on the other. And you fill that whole entire piece of paper out. When you fill that whole entire piece of paper out, then you can start to talk about the vehicle, the fact it's a Facebook community attached to it, the fact that the program is four weeks but don't do that until that a4 sheet of paper is completely filled with the problem and the result because that is why people buy oh my goodness that's a great tip just just saying that alone again we think we know how to craft this information and we think we know how to put it all together, but you just made that super simple. That's just proof that you have super simple systems to make the process so much easier. Thank you so much for, for that approach. Let's kind of dig into how can we stop focusing on that vanity metrics? You know, how can we stop being so concerned about how many followers we have in be more focused on selling to our current followers and turn them actually into paid clients that adore us, who know, like, and trust us? I think the first thing is, and you guys can go see this on my Instagram, I am a huge fan of saying likes do not equal checks. You're Those right. vanity <laughs> metrics do not equal checks. The amount of likes that you get on your posts do not equal checks. And if you have that at the forefront of your mind, you will start to focus on the right things. I also think it's really, really critical. I'm a, I like to say I am a left brain thinker, rational, logical thinker. I need to develop my other side, but just pure mathematics. Let's say you had a hundred followers and 
I know converting 10% is not the standard, but let's say you started with converting 10%, mm -hmm. 10 people every single week, instead of going to chase people who don't yet know you, who are completely cold to you. And I think the problem with vanity metrics is because people don't understand why people buy when it comes to psychology and the fact that there are only two types of buyers. And I think if I briefly explain this to and anyone else that's listening, they will hopefully be able to see why it's important to focus where you're at also. So the two types of buyers, there are snails. Mm -hmm. I'm a snail buyer. I take my <laughs> time to buy. So if I'm only just finding you, it's going to take me a very long time to purchase from you. And then there are keepers. If you're constantly out there looking for new followers, what happens if a lot of them are snail buyers and they're going to take six, seven, eight months before they buy from you? Because that's the reality. That's the psychology of the way the two camps of buyers work. Mm. Some of them may be cheaters. They may see your offer instantaneously and be like, yes, off the bat, I want that. <laughs> but if you're constantly chasing new followers and not nurturing your existing snails, you have a problem in your business. There's a massive hole. Right. And this is what systems is about. It's about also, when I say systems, knowing that there are snail buyers, what are you going to input into your business to nurture those snails who are going to take the sweetest time before they commit to purchase? There's nothing wrong with that because I'm one of the snails of the world. Me too. Well, that is great. Guys, I want to know where you are on this. So if you're listening in real time, you can go to the IG stories of the Total Fit Boss Chick and let us know where you stand on the poll question. Are you focusing more on new followers or are you turning your current followers into paid clients? And if you aren't listening in real time, no worries. Check the IG highlights for the responses for, to the poll questions and you can still weigh in. So I think that's awesome that you can actually focus both on your snails mm -hmm. and, and your fast paced action takers at the same time without getting overwhelmed because you are clear on your message because you talk about a tequila shot. Tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the famous tequila shot video. So effectively, I feel part of really growing your business is about knowing who you serve, knowing your audience. And there is this temptation to be all, pe all things to all people. And I think if I recall, it's like, don't be a tequila shop. You cannot make everyone happy. It was a throwback to my uni days where I used to drink tequila and whatever else. But the reality is in business, it's so important to know who your people are. Who are the people that you are helping solve a problem? And it's that famous saying, if you speak to everyone, you speak to nobody. Right. And I think this then goes on to everything that you do within your business when you try to be a tequila shop you help nobody and if I'm if it's okay I'm going to give an example let's say you're a wealth coach there are various degrees of that 
you could be a wealth coach who is helping people perhaps make six figures investments etc let's say stock shares bonds whatever the equivalent is or if it's the same thing or you could be a wealth coach who is helping people get out of debt those are two very different messages but what people try to do is they think by just being generic they're going to get the lion's share when in reality when you're a tequila shop in business you get no share because those two people someone who's trying to get out of debt versus someone who's trying to make investments in the stock market two different messages two different pain points right yeah that is awesome now tell us about betty who is betty oh gosh betty it's all about guys if you want to make money in your business and people say how often should i show up how often do you want to get paid mm. and i do want to say one thing Part of ensuring that you're not working in your business 24-7 is making sure you have the right systems, but you do show up without having to show up all the time. Betty is the one that wants to get paid without doing any work. Oh, Betty. And that's not possible. I recently, on my own Instagram stories, I shared, so Hermes have tried to target me before, so I am such a geek. What I do is when I see a big brand name and advert like that, they've got obviously a marketing budget size of, I don't know how much, but it's huge. I count how many times I see the advert. Hermes don't need to advertise to me. I know who they are. However, I still see the adverts. And this year, maybe this is the second or third time in the year. And we're only what entering into halfway through the year that I'm seeing the ad. So think, if Hermes, who I already know, I'm seeing the ad for the third time in a, in a block space this year, right. what on earth makes you think that you shouldn't be <laughs> putting yourself in front of your dream clients? <laughs> if a big, well-known brand is putting themselves in front of their so-called dream clients, because they're not getting my money, let's just <laughs> <laughs> they're not getting my money, not today putting themselves forward how does betty think that she's not going to show up not going to teach not going to educate not going to position herself as an expert and still collect that not possible mm, i it's love that not possible no it's not i love how you give her a name in business of course our ideal client has a name but i love the fact that you give the the bad performer a name as well. I, I don't think I've seen that before, but give us this little bonus, Zoe, because you do such a great job with, with putting yourself out there with video and mm. you do the, the little snippets and you have the words at the bottom that just really help, you know, because of course we, you know, we hear you, we see you, but it, it's one of those things that we're able to not just listen but we're able to read along and it's more impactful. So let us know, what's your secret? How are you le leveraging video to connect and share it with us? Okay, well, the first thing, when I like to teach, I like to explain the why. So assuming that most people listening are on Instagram, it is no coincidence when it comes to psychology that on Instagram, you can create video on the grid. 
you can create video on IGTV and you can create video on stories. That is no coincidence. So if any of you are listening are not utilizing it, Instagram are basically telling you video is a good way to market and it really is. And you're almost missing the signpost to make money in your business. And video is fantastic because it does so many of the things that you need it to do in one nicely packaged box. So you automatically get to the connection with your dream clients. They're seeing you, they're hearing how you sound. You can educate them, you can engage them. Absolutely. So why wouldn't you leverage this? Instagram has put three places for you to use video. It is for a reason. And they're doing it for a selfish reason because at the end of the day, from their perspective, they want us to stay on the platform for as long as possible. And they know that video is one of the most engaging tools. So many people aren't using Instagram, IGTV. Look at what they've done. You can't post your IGTV or Instagram live anymore just repost it has to go on the grid so leverage these things and the other thing just from a strategic point of view when you do use videos you can retarget your video viewers with facebook ads and it doesn't matter if you're not ready facebook ads now what happens when it comes down to the time when you do want to start to leverage all your content You want to then leverage and target people who've watched 50%, 75% of that video, because guess what? They're more likely to buy from you. But if you're not using videos, you're putting yourself at the back foot already for when you're going to need it. And I'm all about ensuring you've got the systems and everything in place to leverage when you do want it. Right. So let's step back. So we can post video on IG and then come back whenever we're ready and run an ad based upon the people who watch the video. Correct. So um, I'm not a Facebook ads manager person. That's not my expertise. It's not my zone of genius. However, I love that. <laughs> I do utilize the power of the fact that I can target people who have watched 50% of my videos, and I can pick which videos, 25%, 75% of my videos as a collective. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. If you did not get anything else, I mean, there's so much here. You're going to have to listen again. Everybody, you're going to have to listen again. But just, just getting that one tidbit alone can 10x your business because absolutely yes and you're focusing on those who already are interested in you so you're not just spending your wills and if you don't know much about the facebook ads that's definitely one way of of saving yourself a ton of income just a ton of money by just throwing it out there you can just you can target and then knowing that you can target which particular video that means you can target what you want to talk about in that ad based upon that video because the whole idea is look let's say it's a snail buyer you want the snail buyer who perhaps oh gosh they're at 75 percent they're watching 70 which is a huge amount of content by the way because let's face it we don't want consume everything 
but imagine there's a snail buyer who's really close really warm to mm. your product on offer you want to target those people you don't want to target the person that's actually just passing like on your content because that's easy to do so it's about getting smart with what you're doing right right exactly and then without going too deep of course guys even if you don't have a ton of people looking at the video and you're saying like oh i don't have enough people looking at my video to run and run an ad well then you can once you do it you can also turn around and do a look-alike ad so we'll talk about all that in a in another show but what zoe has just given us is just like opening up the door to many layers of growth and getting closer and closer to your idea mm -hmm. client so that is that is awesome now tell us what software are you using how what's the best way to to film and what should we do okay i myself i do not edit my videos guys i i have so many people come into my dms asking me how do you create your videos etc However, one tip I can give, I know there's a company called www. I think it's rev.com who can basically you send them the recording, they will send you a transcript back and you can then utilize that. I don't do any of the work in my video. I've got someone within my team that creates my videos for me. So I am very lucky, but it's one of the first things that I actually started to spend money on even before I made money in my business because I realized how important it was for me to kind of put this cash up front, like <laughs> this is getting done. So you're saying you, you were willing to invest in your business so you can receive a greater investment back. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. <laughs> Before I was making money in my business, I hired someone to do my videos and she has been with me the whole entire time. Before I made a single dollar in my business, I knew it was going to come back. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. That, that is powerful. That's powerful to hear. And I think, I think guys, you definitely want to take some of these tips in and see how you can implement them. If you right now are stuck in your business and you aren't selling or you aren't, you aren't making any moves, listen to some of the things that Zoe is saying and apply them in, I mean, cause it's working very well for her. And so I'm, I'm actually speechless. <laughs> <laughs> no I definitely recommend I think just on a mindset piece I'm not a mindset coach but one of the things I realize that's really important that's got me where I am now and most probably going to get me further is because you have to make decisions not from where you're standing but from where you want to be imagine if I was really petrified who make that investment in getting a video person, etc. I wouldn't be where I am now. Gotcha. So sometimes we've got to take the business decisions, not from our current position, but I say step into whoever the CEO version of you is and take the right long-term decisions. Exactly. Become who you want to be so you can be that person. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I love it. Okay. So let's tie this whole thing up with a nice pretty bow. Can you recap some of the things that you've told us? Because I know our listeners are probably all over the place driving and, you know, and running yeah. errands or doing whatever. Can you just recap it for us, please? Absolutely. I think the first point is don't make it difficult for people to give you money. 
you do not want to make your clients, your dream clients, people that you want to work with have to jump through hoops and hurdles. Amazon one click, if you remember anything, make it simple for them to work with you. The second thing is really about ensuring that when you're crafting an offer that you really want to sell, offers that sell, making them irresistible, the only exercise that you need to do is what problem am I solving and what result will people get by buying this? One A4 sheet of paper, one line down the middle. That's what you need to lead with. Third thing, if you're not following Instagram signposts about videos and I haven't convinced you, then there's nothing that I can do for you at this stage. <laughs> and then the last thing, it's really about, I think you've got to enjoy your business and definitely take those decisions from wearing a CEO hat rather than the hat of, oh my gosh, like I can't see the result yet. Right. Being just too deep in the woods, you know, just Absolutely. being too much of a worker that you can't oversee what is to come. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So you know what? I am so excited because now it's time for the lightning round segment and it's called mentoring moments. And this is where we like to get your candid thoughts and opinions on thought provoking questions and just get your answers like only you can give. So Zoe, are you ready for the mentoring moments segment? I am. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> this is so fun. This is so fun. Okay. So here's a question for you. If you had the opportunity to post a worldwide billboard, what message would it be? Just do it. I'm taking Nike's advert. Just do it. I love it. Oh my goodness. And you were so quick with that. So you were ready. You knew exactly. Okay. Yeah. So we've got another question for you for the mentoring moments. So what would you do differently if you knew nobody would judge you? I would... Well, I'm not bothered by the judgment. Mm, I love that. What do you mean by fix your mindset? Mindset is money. Mm. I would say, if you want to know what your mind is thinking, look at every, and people are not going to like this, warning alert. <laughs> you want to know what your, <laughs> your mind is thinking, look at everything you have around you. That's what your mind's thinking. You just always give us this beautiful, different way of seeing things. I love it. <laughs> you give a, a beautiful visual. What advice would you give your younger self? Oh, advice. Actually, it's all a lesson. It's all a lesson. Yes. They're just continuous lessons. And, and what I mean by that is, Regardless of what outcome you get on every given day in your business or in your life, it's just a lesson for you to move forward with. I think what happens sometimes when I was younger and I had these lessons, I used to use the lessons to paralyze me, but the lessons were sometimes signposts to do something differently. They weren't there to paralyze me. They were there to say, okay, no, actually, you need to take a left turn rather than a right turn. But what happened was something, a, mis a mistake, as people say, or a lesson or a failure, I would then use that to paralyze myself 
and not take further action, but it's just a lesson to signpost you to somewhere else. Mm. Oh my gosh, you did wonderful. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank I just you for having me. Yes, yes. Thank you, Zoe. Thank you so much for being on the show. And you have just so much value to offer. And I know our listeners want to know how to reach you. So please let them know how to reach you. So you can find me at Zoe School of Business and my website is www.zoeschoolofbusiness.com. Perfect. Now also Zoe is going to be sharing with all of our listeners a wonderful freebie. This is a free masterclass, the exact roadmap to consistent sales. And the masterclass is what I call, let's get you out of that feast and famine mode. Let's get you out of the hustle mode so that you can build the right systems based on human psychology. So you're actually getting consistent sales without running yourselves to the grave. <laughs> so you can find this free masterclass at zoeschoolofbusiness.com. Perfect. We all need that. No matter how long we've been in business, we all need that. Thank you for joining us today, Zoe. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash Total Fit Boss Chick. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast. Bye for now.